Hello and welcome. You are listening to an episode of the Sales Chat Show. To stream or download a host of further free episodes that will power your sales success, please visit saleschatshow.com. We really hope that you enjoy and benefit from this episode. Hello folks and welcome to another episode of the Sales Chat Show, saleschatshow.com, driving your sales forward and once again I am here with Mr. Phil Jessen who is so excited about recording this session, he's waving his arms around. I'm here, I'm on it. As though he's performing some sort of semaphore, so we will we will not be conducting this episode through the medium of mine, we will be speaking. Uh, Mr. Graham Jones is here and I'm, I'm Simon Hazeldean and the topic uh, for this session pricing pricing very important thing for salespeople but graham you want to talk about decoy pricing decoy yeah. pricing is what please? it's having a price for something that you have no intention of selling but which focuses people on the thing that you do want to sell so in other words you're making giving them attention so where we see this a lot is on the internet so you'll see for example that you can have uh, a, a, an item that's for sale in you know bronze, silver, and gold varieties, and the uh, bronze variety might be something you have no intention of selling, uh, but provides people with nothing, and so it's a decoy that focuses them on the higher priced items, and so you use decoy pricing. So the the way you do this is to produce something that you or have something that you could potentially sell which almost nobody's ever going to buy and it focuses them on buying something else so presumably this has got some psychological research behind it knowing you as i do it does yes <laughs> so there is plenty of psychological research on pricing but if you give people if you've got a range of options that people can buy their mind is going to wander and you don't want their mind to wander, you want them to buy what for you is the most profitable thing for you to sell. Okay. And if you've got a range of things, what you don't want them to do is pre- focus on bits of the range that actually doesn't provide you with as much profit. So you see decoy pricing a lot in the car sales okay. sector. Yeah. So the car sales sector will produce a range of models, or say they will produce a range of models, and they do have to produce some of the but the lower priced models those basic models will have lots of features missing from them so they won't have necessarily you know the fancy radio they won't necessarily have air conditioning they won't have the bits that the higher price models will have and then of course the luxury model within that car model the luxury that will have all the bells and whistles and everything added to it. What you really want people to buy is the mid-range model because the mid-range model you sell more of those uh, and actually they become more profitable to you. Um, what you don't want to do is you don't want to sell too many of the high price models because actually your profit in those is lower because you've had to add all these extra features in but you can't charge too much for them and the lower price models you don't want to sell many of those because actually you end up spending a lot of money on producing something that's fairly basic and that hits your reputation. So, okay. so does this decoy pricing strategy then, I'm assuming it um, is something that will appeal to our listeners that are shaping pricing strategy within their businesses, but what about the salespeople on the ground listening to this who may not control pricing strategy? Is there something, anything that they can do 
within their day-to-day -day world that follows this decoy pricing principle? Well, one thing they can do, so I was working with a client recently who was selling two things and they had two varieties of what they offer to people and it was a consultancy service that they provide and so what they were offering was a consultancy deal so you wanted to buy a, a package so you said you know you do this bit of consultancy for me and they'd give you a fixed price for that and they'd say that's x thousand pounds and I'll do it. The other thing they sold was for you to buy a monthly packet, a monthly retainer, so that you could call upon them at any moment when you needed consultancy advice. And those are the two things they were selling. And I said, well, your problem is you haven't got a third thing. And they said, well, we don't have a third thing. And I said, but you need a third thing in order to focus people on the, the ones you do want to sell. So one of the things the salespeople can do is if they've only got two varieties of something, they need to go back to the, the people in the, who are doing the strategy to say, we need to invent a third, which we're never going to sell. So, for example, to my consultancy company who were trying to sell these two different things, I said, you need to invent a third thing which you're never really going to sell, which will put people off that and focus them on what you really want them to sell. Because at the moment, you've given them a binary choice. And binary choices are really difficult for us. Ask anybody about Brexit. It's really difficult to make a binary choice. You give people a choice of three, they can make a choice much more easily. So that consultancy company eventually... Uh, having done some work, they come up with a quarterly subscription to something. Yeah, so it's a bit like the monthly subscription, but quarterly is a bit more nebulous for people. Monthly is okay, every quarter is a bit more difficult to grasp. So they came up with a quarterly subscription, but that quarterly subscription had just one feature less than the monthly subscription. So you pay the same amount per, so you ended up paying the same amount per month. So the quarterly subscription was just three months. There was no difference in price, but there was one feature missing. So what that meant was that people go, well, okay, I, yeah, I get that. I only got four bills to pay rather than 12 bills to pay, but I'm missing this feature. So they ignore that now, and they focus on the monthly subscription, which is what he wanted people to focus on, and that's now what he sells more of. So if, if I was a salesperson on the ground, maybe I don't need to go back to my boss to change the strategy at a high level, maybe when I am doing my proposal or my presentation, I need to make sure I've got three options, three possibles, Yeah. and the conversation following your guidelines will probably mean that of my three options, that I'm saying we can either do A, B, or C, from yeah. what you're saying, if I structure that correctly, uh, the prospect will probably eliminate two of those three and go for the one that I want. Precisely. So one a classic uh, test of this was uh, done in America with students who were going to buy a subscription to The Economist magazine, and they were given three options uh, in one side of the test. So the first option was uh, a web-only um, option. So you get the magazine, but it's only on digital the web, only. digital only. Yeah. And that was something like $75. <clears throat> yeah. And then you could have print-only. And print only was $125. Or you could have the third option, which was print and web, which was $125. So you've got three options now. And clearly, everybody went for the print and web. Of the people who wanted to spend more money, so a small proportion said, no, I only buy web. They spent the $75. But of the other two options, they're now both equally priced, but one's got more features than the other for the same price. So clearly, everybody goes, well, I'll go for the one that's print and web. 
and I'll buy the print and web versions for $125. So in that situation, of the 100 students who were uh, given this test, 85 of them chose the print and web version combined at $125. But when another group of similar students were given just two options, which was print and web at $125 and web at $75, 75 of them chose only the $75 option. Okay, that's interesting. So when that's you interesting. when you give people the decoy, so in that situation, the decoy was the middle one, which was print only. Yeah, yeah. Nobody's ever going to buy that because you're offering them something better at the same price. So your decoy price makes them go, "I want that." Whereas without the decoy, they go, "Well, I'll go for the cheapest option." So three is the optimum thing here always when we're three. helping our customers to make a buying decision. Yep. Three choices is the optimum. Absolutely. One is one is too few, I suppose. Yep. That, is the, that or Let's nothing. Let's take it or leave it, yeah. Two creates, I suppose, a bit of a dilemma. Which yep. one do I want? Difficult choice. Three gives me enough data and... and, and Value, I yeah. suppose, to make a decision on which one, which one it yeah. takes. It almost so, becomes the line of least resistance, doesn't yeah. it? We make it easier for the customer to buy it. And is it is the one that you would ideally like them to take? Is that to be positioned in, for example, in the middle from a pricing point of view? Or how you present it? Doesn't, is there anything about doesn't sequence? Matter. No, it doesn't so matter. Sequence doesn't matter. Well, sequence matters when you present it in print. Ah, okay. But if you're yeah. talking to people, it doesn't yeah. really matter. But. The, the issue is that the, the decoy has got to be only marginally different from the one that you want them to buy. Yeah. But it's got to have a feature missing. Because mm. what, people, what people value most is what they lose out on. So you have one feature missing and they go, well, actually, that's a very similar price, but I'm going to lose that if I don't buy it. What they don't focus on is if you've got the $75 versus $125 and you're gaining the print version versus the web only version. They don't look at that gain. They go, well, to get that extra, that's 50 quid, $50 extra. So they see that, uh, they don't see a gain, they focus on loss. Loss, yeah. So what you've got then is that the, they look at the two that are fairly close in price or even the same price and they go well actually if I don't get that better option I will lose out whereas if you've got the two that are very you know stark difference you know one's you know feature set A and one's feature set B or feature set B is massively different to feature set A they don't look at gaining those extra features but when they look at A they've got nothing to lose by looking at A but if they look at A B and C and C is marginally better than B. They focus on what they lose by not having C and not what they gain by looking at A. So they focus on that, and the result is they buy the most profitable thing. In the yeah, I think that reminds me of a piece of research on, I think it was e-commerce, was showing the customer the sort of the best option first and then showing them the next option, which is cheaper but is missing some things, and then the third option, which is, again, missing even more, if I recall correctly, it got a higher order value than doing it the other way around because yeah. of the loss principle. That's right. It's rather like you'd be taken for a test drive in a car that's got the extras on it. 
So then you experience a loss of those when you're placing Precisely. your order yeah. if you don't. And so that you, loss thing or is... Or when you see the advert on the TV with the, the Go Faster stripes on and yeah. you yeah. turn up in the dealership and you think, well, I want the one I've seen on the TV. Yeah, I've lost that. So, I've lost that. Yeah, so well, people focus more on loss than gain. Mm-hmm. So... Um, that, that's one issue. The order, when you're thinking about print or on, you know, web or handouts that you might give mm. to people, you know, detail aids and things, it really is important to focus then on the order because the way people are presented with things focuses their mind as well. So if you think about when you see on, um, you know, those options on websites that ask you, you know, do you want the bronze, do you want the silver, do you want the gold, yes. it's usually in that order. So bronze, silver, gold. Uh, which means that people are end up going to focus more on the silver than they are on the gold because silver is in the middle. And all I say to people is, okay, where do they do that in the Olympics when they give the medals? Where's the where's the gold medal position? The gold medal position is in the middle. yeah. And they put the silver and the bronze either side of the gold medal because we focus on the middle. Nice analogy, yes. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. if you've got your top option, you know, your option one, option two, option three, and option three is the best option. That should be the middle one, not the mm. not the far one. Interesting. So the sequencing there has a, is, is an is, a really is, important, is, is an interesting, yeah. important point. So I mean, that's, I mean, that's kind of fascinating from, from a decision-making, because we're actually helping our clients make a good decision here, and we're presenting the information in a way that helps them to do that. And the loss principle, you know, reminds me of a friend of mine who'd, um, he's had a very expensive upmarket company come to give him a quote to fit out his office at home, his, his study. And uh, he, he attempted to negotiate with the salesman, you know, when he presented him the design. And the salesman very cleverly said, okay, yeah, we can, we can reduce the price. We've just got to work out, um, out of this specification, what, what do you want me to take away then to get the price? to get the price down and he said to me although he knows how this is done his brain was going no 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 don't don't take anything away okay okay no problem i'll pay that um so yes mr customer we can get the price down for you uh, which of this didn't you want yeah because uh, then you then you're bringing in the loss you're yeah. bringing in, in the loss thing it's a, it's a bit of a worry this episode actually because there's three of us that happen to be sitting here in this room and clearly two of us are decoys. Yeah. I think that, uh, <laughs> so that might be you and I, Simon. I, I think that's very, very clear and obvious. So I think <laughs> Graham's, Graham's got the gold medal around his neck and uh, again, again, and, and Phil and I are going to go into the car park and fight it out, fight it out for silver, silver or bronze. <laughs> so fantastic decoy pricing. Uh, fascinating topic thank you very much Graham for sharing that hopefully that's been really useful to you folks get in there have a listen again to this episode lots of very important stuff that will help to drive your your sales forward so it's I'm Simon Hazelding been joined as always by Mr Graham Jones and Mr Phil Jessen for the sales chat show lots of other episodes available on saleschatshow.com for you to download and listen to uh, or stream for free so thank you very much for listening good luck and good selling You have been listening to an episode of the Sales Chat Show. To stream or download a host of further free episodes that will power your sales success, please visit saleschatshow.com. Thank you very much for listening to this episode. And from everyone here at the Sales Chat Show, we'd like to wish you good luck and good selling. <laughs>